Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Complain, 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 complain. It feels better, though. Welcome to Manic Rambling Spiral. I am Heather B. Armstrong. And I am John R. Bray. My apologies for, uh, I may have to get up and run and shush the children. All four of them are in the home. Um, and, uh, they are incapable of being quiet. And I'm going to turn, I'm just going to go ahead and say it, I'm going to fucking turn my fucking do not disturb on because I am literally... It's killing me. My notifications are about to fucking kill me. I can't take it anymore. I'm telling you, you got to just, I have all of them turned off except text. I can't take it anymore. Uh, it is, it's, it's, it's killing me. Like I, there's certain email that I have to be on top of and I'm trying to figure out a way. <laughs> I'm sure that there's a way you can filter it so that only those notifications come in. But I mean, this morning I woke up. And there were like 25 emails, 14 text messages. And then when I got up and turned the phone on, ding, 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 ding. I was just like, I can't. I know it's a, yeah. it's not, it's not a terrible problem to have, but it really does call, cause me a lot of stress and anxiety. Cause there's all, yeah, but I don't things. think you're alone there. Like, yeah. I, I feel like, and I think it's been happening kind of slowly, but I think we've become more connected and then that creates anxiety. And then for, for whatever reason, I think the approach that companies and people take to kind of alleviate that is to become even more connected. I mean, smartphones made us more connected than ever. And now we have smart watches. Yes. You know, and so it's impossible to escape, but I think, I mean, especially like I understand, I mean, sometimes you're waiting for, for really critical things, but I think you can make like a VIP list for your emails Mm -hmm. so that only certain ones will chime. Okay. But I don't know how that translates to the watch. That's the only thing that I can't remember. But here's the problem is that I don't have time to sit down and do that. Oh, yeah. No, I totally get it. Um, I just just here waiting for you to get on the phone. I opened Twitter and saw this uh, uh, trailer for a movie. I think it's called Ready or Not. It's coming out this summer. Have you seen the trailer for it? I have not, no. I bring that up because it's sort of a kind of uh, humorous thriller and all these scenes in the trailer, boom, 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 leading up to like this, like explosion, right? This cut, 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 explosion. And that's kind of what it feels like with, with the dinging and the the notifications going off, like boom, 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 head explodes. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and it also, for me too, it sometimes when I don't get any, 
then that kind of gives me like a, a separate kind of anxiety. Like maybe mm-hmm. something has happened and they're not coming through, <laughs> which is weird. But it's like it, there's there's no escaping it. It's strange. It is strange. We've we've become accustomed to it. On top of that, I think we we got home from Chicago. We had to get up at four o'clock to make our flight. And we got home at like 10, 1030, and we immediately, all of the kids are here. It's Marlo's birthday. We're sort of barraged by, you know, all of it, right? And right. then uh, we had Marlo's birthday party all day Saturday, and there were another five kids in the house. And then the kids are all in the house. And some, like, I'm, it's kid, 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 kid when you're not used to hearing that many children's voices all the time, day after day after day, this is, we're going on, so Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, today's Tuesday, right? Yes. I think, I think today's Tuesday. (laughs) We're going on five days of just like constant kid screaming. Like children just don't, these, these children don't have a a, a low volume um, setting. So. I've always said that I hate disorganized sound (laughs) and that's exactly what that is yeah i just i i can deal with loud music i can i can deal with a lot i mean i can even tolerate like loud lawnmowers for a certain amount of time but it's the disorganized like unpredictable sound that i can't do yeah like in in paris the sound of the um the motorcycles the the moto Les motos, they're loud and they're, it's constant and it reverberates across the buildings. But I became immediately soothed by it. There is something because because of the similarity of the sound of each motorcycle. There's something about it's very soothing, and there's no children there. <laughs> well, that's also true. And you said it's constant, so it's kind of it kind of becomes a regular sound. Yeah. So like, I was the, my purpose for that was if I have to get up and go tell someone to stop riling up Coco, then <laughs> I may have to go do that. Forgivable. My apologies, Ryan, which brings us to our next point. Someone sent a very, very, very stern email about my comment last week about an African-American being named Ryan. And while... I did not intend for it to be racist. It was. It shows uh, my internalized bias. I associate Ryan with very specific white men in my life. Very specific white men. Not just a generalized white name. Like these very distinct white men who have played roles in my life. Including Ryan, the, the tech guy for our, for our podcast. My apologies. Uh, I was wrong, and I should. And I, I'm learning from this experience. The email could have been worded a little more. <laughs> Not saying that you have to be nice when you are accusing or criticizing someone, but it was. Uh, I don't it was know. very pointed. It was very pointed. Yeah, and I was very very tired. I I'm very very tired still uh, when I read it, and so. It just sort of hit me in the face, and I, I should apologize for it. So, and I think we also, from that same episode, need to clarify what we were getting at with homelessness, 
and homeless people. Mm-hmm. Um, because the, the, the purpose of that conversation and what we were trying to communicate is that, you know, kind of from our perspective, one of the major root causes of homelessness and, and I think uh, an issue that is furthered by homelessness are mental health issues. Um, and you had made a comment about a large public library in Salt Lake City becoming kind of a hub for some of the the Salt Lake homeless population because it's climate controlled, it's a place where they can be during the day, etc. And because that is sort of what that building has become, you are maybe more on guard or more aware when you bring your kids there. Yes. And the the reason we kind of discuss that is not because homeless people are bad or need to be avoided or lesser or anything, but kind of what we were trying to say is that without without the mental health care that they need, there's a certain amount of unpredictability potentially. And I, I mean, you can you can argue that that exists just in the general population, which is true. But I think, um, and and maybe we're wrong. I mean, that that is possible. But I think there's just an added level of that because a lot of people who find themselves homeless don't have access to the care that they need to be well. Right. And a lot of the homelessness, a lot of the homeless. Not all, but many of them um, at the library are on, on, they're either drunk or they're high or they are, uh, you know, you get the, you get this sort of spider sense that they may unpredictably tackle you. Um, And, you know, they are, um, uh, some of them um, are very um, aggressive those that's why i talked about it i mean i think and i told you like we i mean we read the room you can tell when someone is just asking for change versus somebody you think is going to get in your face and and possibly hurt you and that was you know that that was the reason that i we we talked about i mean even cowboy who whose company gives quite a bit of money to the library has said that it's um it's hard for him now to go because it's uh, you're you're constantly on guard not because all homeless people are mentally deranged it's there's a certain um portion that's that actually specifically go to the library and those are the ones we're, we're trying to read the room we're trying to keep our kids safe you know we're trying to be we're trying to be lovely to those who do not have the privilege that we do while also maintaining our safety. So two, two apologies. <laughs> I mean, and I guess it's also worth saying, like, we always welcome that dissenting view, too. I mean, mm-hmm. it is, it's, it's wonderful when it's kindly delivered. But even not, if, you know, you think we're totally off, then you guys know how to reach us, so. And we're also now talking about topics. <laughs> we are. Someone left we a are. message and said, I don't like it when you talk about topics. 
Okay. Um, so we'll just ramble. <laughs> well, and I think, I mean, I feel like we touched on this a few weeks ago, but when we first started MRS, I mean, and we were pretty transparent about this. We didn't really have scripts, but we had outlines. Mm-hmm to make sure that we covered certain things. And I think both of us just realized naturally that that doesn't work. I think it doesn't work for us and it just didn't feel right for, for the podcast. You and I just would go off script all the time. (laughs) Exactly. And I think that, I think there's a way for us to have actual topics without it feeling like this really regimented boom 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 style of episode right you know i mean we're we're gonna go on tangents that's what we do here that's what we do here that's that is (laughs) that is on brand for us so there will always be those but sometimes we just may focus on you know something more specifically yeah and today oh my god this week oh my god Oh, but before we get into this week, though, we had a meetup last week. We did have the meetup, yeah. It was a lovely, lovely group of people. I thought we had some great food and some great conversation, and then we ended up back at our hotel having drinks, and yeah, I I loved that time. I loved it. It was very, um, I needed that at that point in the week. (laughs) Yeah. I really needed that. So uh, thank you to everyone who came out. It was so lovely. It really was. It was great to meet everyone and have a chance to to sit and talk without it really, it didn't feel rushed. We just, like you said, had food and drinks and had time to get to know each other. That was great. Yeah. So thank you, everyone. I made everyone bear their testimony. <laughs> you did. You did. Right after saying that you don't like games. I know. I It was, it was just a way, it was just, you know, it's sort of an icebreaker to say, we, we had everybody study what was important to them. And I think what I, I think mine was, uh, parents are here to fuck up their children. That's right. That's right. No, it wasn't what's important. It was what you believe to be true. What you believe to be true. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. that's, that's uh, definitely true. Yeah. But it was, it was, um, downtown Chicago goes really quiet after work <laughs> it yeah and i i mean anyone who's familiar with chicago she's talking about the loop specifically and the loop is is kind of the financial district of chicago so after like like five six o'clock it's pretty damn quiet and it's, yeah. it's like that on the weekend too oh is it really yeah i mean it's not i guess it's not as bad because there are parts of what would be considered the loop that are very active. But I mean, you saw it as soon as we crossed over into the West Loop to the hotel, it was a totally different world. Yeah, it was it was booming. Yeah. yeah. But yes, it was quiet. I think we ended up at a restaurant that closed at like eight or nine. Like eight nine, o'clock. I think. Yeah. yeah. Something, something like, yeah, something like that. Yeah. So. But we may do. We may do. Yeah. We stayed up. I got about three hours of sleep that night to get up and get ready to go. That's right. You I, had to leave the I, hotel I, at like four, right? Yeah. So I have to rant about this really quickly and I'm going to make it short. United Airlines sucks. 
sucks. I spent years sucks. flying them, yeah. I mean, it's like they don't they don't care anymore. They don't care. Like they gave up. Um I fly Delta because you know Salt Lake is a is the western hub for for Delta. And Delta goes, you know, there's so many direct flights from Delta to go places and the Kennedy Forum that I spoke at on Tuesday paid for the travel, so they booked me on United, and they didn't have a snack. Um, yeah, it was, and then on the flight home, I was three rows from the back, sitting in a middle seat, and um, the armrests were only like six inches in length, and so... <laughs> And I was, uh, I'm obviously tired and, and I'm going to fall asleep. So I would put my arm or my elbow on the armrest and stick my hand, you know, my fist up next to my head and rest my head on my fist or my hand. And I just kept falling off <laughs> onto the person next to me, just kept falling off. And yeah, it was, there were no TVs. There were no, there was no Wi-Fi. Yeah. So I don't want to fly it ever again ever if you can tell how tired i am right now oh yeah, yeah. it's only tuesday it's only tuesday and um i uh, am going to be in san francisco this weekend on sunday at the assembly in the mission at three o'clock you have to pay ten dollars to get in only to, to cover the venue um, but it's going to be kind of an intimate reading and signing and event with drinks and whatnot. And then the day that I get back is the day that we have to pack up the girls and the girls leave the next day for, for New York. And that's six weeks. That's, uh, they'll be gone about seven weeks total. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That is, that is some time. It is some time. Um, Which is simultaneously amazing and also not. So I leave and I did this on purpose and I, I'm, I'm not regretting it. I'm only only just because everything's sort of piled up here at the end. And, you know, making sure that everybody's ha prescriptions are, are filled and that I can get those prescriptions because sometimes insurance won't cover a certain amount. And Lita, they both have to have like a whole bunch of, there's a list of things that they have to take with them to camp. There's a lot of banking. There's a lot of uh, bill paying. There's a lot of sponsored content that I have to get done. Um, that sort of stuff, you know, that sort of builds up. And you, I'm sort of lost inside of it right now. I have no idea what I need to do next. Um, because I leave for Paris a week from tomorrow. A week from tomorrow. So San Francisco, get home, pack up, girls leave, then you leave. Yeah. And you're gone almost the whole time they're gone? I will be gone from the 26th of June through the 8th of August. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 And we are <laughs> planning to possibly try to record. Yeah, I'm packing the equipment. Hell yeah. Yeah. Everyone can enjoy the motorcycles. Yeah, I know. I have no idea how I'm going to do it quietly there. <laughs> Even when you shut the windows, it's the it's a constant sound, and it begins at like four or five in the morning. Yeah, so um, it's ambiance. It'll work. Ambiance, yeah. So that's my next week. It's getting all that done. Yeah, it's a lot to do in a week. 
And you know, I, because of my book tour, I missed a dental appointment that I was supposed to make up and I uh, was supposed to get a mammogram. At the dentist? Yeah, at the dentist. Very mm-hmm. nice. Like a two-in-one deal? A two-in-one deal, yeah. That's pretty sweet. So that that didn't get done. I am really, 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 really sick. Uh, just in ways that I can't even describe and I can't. Yeah, I can't get to the doctor. So we'll just see how it goes in Paris. <laughs> I do hear that they have very nice hospitals there. Right, yeah. Somebody, this was like years ago, but I follow um, Jason Hudson yes. on Instagram. And I think you do as well. Yes, and he's it, been in my home, yes. Yes, that's right, for, for Thanksgiving yeah. at one point. And he was traveling like four years ago or something with his partner at the time traveling the world and had a, a major health issue in France. And I'm, I'm saying this because it was on social media. This isn't anything that was hidden. But the one thing that I remember is he, he posted a photo of, I think it was like a hallway in the hospital that was all like, like marble stone <laughs> and a menu where he could order a cappuccino, a latte, a dopio. He's like, this is the greatest hospital I have ever been in in my life. And he was, I think he was in the hospital for several days, but it was like, if you saw the photo, it looked, it looked like a hotel. Yeah. So I say maybe just hold out until then. I mean, I know Utah has some good hospitals, but. Well, I mean, I got, um, I had, I had a procedure done and got the bill for it. And I mean, it was, it was a, a procedure that took less than five minutes and it cost me over $500 yeah. and I need to have it done like four or five more times. Um, and I just decided that I can't do it. And Cowboy was like, maybe we go to France and we get it done in there. <laughs> well, that's a question. And, and you reminded me, we've also had a couple of people ask about how my whole wisdom teeth thing actually played out. So I want to touch on that, but how does that work when you're like, if you're in France and you have a medical need, is it, is it free? I'm sure this is an ignorant question, I but I've always wondered that. I'm, I'm not exactly sure. He was saying that they, they probably don't even care that you're not a French national. They'll take care of you if you have a need. Um, and, and it's probably just a fraction of what we pay here. That's what so. I was wondering. Cause I've heard of some people, I mean, in this case, they were, you know, residents of the country, but going to an urgent care and not even showing ID. Yeah. Just getting the care that they need. So, I mean, clearly you're American, but I don't know. I've always kind of wondered that. So maybe if anyone needs their wisdom teeth, I would just fly somewhere else. It's cheaper than wisdom teeth. (laughs) And by the way, you, you handled it pretty well, didn't you? You know, I think I did. The, the best way that I've come up with to describe it, because it's such a weird thing, like my mouth has been the same for 35 years, and then suddenly it's not. So it's not the same. Not at all. And I'm like a week and a half, almost two weeks out. Stitches are gone. Everything went as fine as it could go, but it just, it still feels weird. And my teeth still feel sore because now that those wisdom teeth are gone, things start to shift. Mm-hmm which I knew was going to happen, but things start to shift. Are your teeth shifting? That's what my dentist said. She said, when the wisdom teeth go, because they're taking space, then your teeth will shift a bit. 
which is weird to think about. So I don't really know exactly what that means. I'm hoping they just kind of stay mostly where they are. But the procedure itself, I just, I remember, I remember getting there and seeing a tray covered in tools that look like something you'd find in your garage, which, and I posted this to my Instagram stories and the number of comments of people responding that were basically, what the fuck, they should cover that. (laughs) Because it was, I mean, it was like chisels and pliers and a small hammer and just weird shit that I don't want to think about being in my mouth. But I remember laying there and they kind of very casually like strap your arms down so you don't move and then oh my god oh yeah so you get an IV oh my god and the dentist said the 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 surgeon he's like it you know in a little bit you're gonna start to feel tired how do you feel and I said I'm wide awake I feel fine and then I looked at the nurse and she's like well you're done and that's that's all I remember (laughs) and that was amazing and then the pain how was the pain the pain was so I I think I mentioned that I got that Expirel that Mm -hmm. non-opioid injection, which if anyone out there has to have this done and has that as an option, absolutely do it because the only thing I needed to take was over-the-counter ibuprofen. Wow. So the pain was there, but ibuprofen kept it in check. And through the entire time they gave me, I I mean, all they really gave me honestly was Tylenol 3, which Tylenol never really works for me anyway. So pain-wise, it was fine, but it's just, it's weird having stitches in your mouth. It's weird having to chew. I think the biggest the biggest thing for anyone who hasn't had this done is just the soreness right. in your jaw from having your mouth like pried open far wider than you even want it for an hour. Do they, so, I'm sure they put a dam in, right? That like like a, a thing that kept it open for you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's just, so then you feel like you can't open your mouth very much. I mean, I, I made myself like a smoothie bowl for dinner so I didn't have to bite anything. And I used a tasting spoon that they give you like to sample ice cream if you go up for ice cream because I couldn't open my mouth very wide. So if anyone, if you're not familiar, the end of the spoon is like smaller than a dime. So that was my first, that was my first meal. Oh my meal. God. <laughs> and I had, I don't remember if I mentioned this, but I had, I had a smoothie. That was, a smoothie was my first meal and then a smoothie bowl because I was really working my way up. And I had to take a drink. And then before I, before I moved the cup, I had to use my other hand to hold my lower lip up because it was still numb and it would oh. feel like it was closed when it wasn't. <laughs> so Yeah. But yeah, I mean, overall, like it went, and when I went back in to get my stitches out, I was kind of, I was fully expecting the oral surgeon to say, well, this thing doesn't look right, or there's an infection or some, he looked, he's like, everything looks perfect, made four snips with the stitches, pulled them out and I was gone in like two minutes. Yeah. So it was fine. It's also in theory, in theory, because he's in network and they were impacted. So it's covered by medical. Fingers crossed, I shouldn't have to pay anything. That's what they told me. However, it is $7.80 a tooth. What? And $8.10 for the anesthesia. 
Now, I would pay double that for the anesthesia <laughs> because that was worth it. But yeah, I mean, it's like f- almost four grand, like thirty-seven or thirty-eight hundred dollars. Yeah, for an hour. That's like a colonoscopy. Oh my god. Yeah. Holy shit. And I don't say for an hour as in to minimize what they're doing. Like I'm glad he's good at what he does. I very much appreciate it. It's just, wow. It, it, I, I don't know. I'm just hopeful that because, you know, often they're like, yeah, insurance should cover it all. And then you get a bill and it's like, well, except for this 75% that you owe. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, well, hell. So we'll see. If that's what happens, we'll have a very different discussion about wisdom teeth. But, you know, for now it's okay. Although I'm still sore. Even, even now I can still feel it kind of like back by my molars. It's just sore. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gonna, yeah, it'll probably t- take a while for you to get used to the new configuration of your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, and they don't tell you, well, they did tell me on, I don't know if you got paperwork beforehand that you had to fill out. I'm sure you did. Yeah. Um, but it, like they specifically say in bold letters, there will be a separate bill for the hospital. There will be a separate bill for the anesthesia, separate bill for the doctor, separate bill for the procedure, uh, separate bill for the nurses. It's like, oh my God, 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 oh my God. Yeah. In in this case, it was on, it's one bill, but I remember that from when I was in the hospital in 2017. And it was, a, it was like, certain things make sense, like the ambulance being separate from other things. But there was like, the ambulance bill, the ER bill, the hospital bill, the EKG bill. Like there was just all these things that you feel like could all be in one just for, for sanity, but no. No. And I feel like they do that. I honestly feel like they do that because then it just makes it more complicated for you to figure out. Like if there's an issue and you have 14 bills to look through, it's a lot harder to find out where that issue is than if there's one bill with 14 lines. The way mine works, I don't know if yours works this way, and it, it they send the insurance actually sends you what happened, and it says what it allows and what it paid for, and then and then at the end it'll say this is what you're, this is what you're, you're going to owe. This isn't the bill, but this is what you're going to owe because all A, B, C, and D happened. Right. And and then the bills come in the mail. But even that almost never makes sense. Especially there was We're one. We're complaining about getting medical care. <laughs> I, we talk about medical care so much, but I, I distinctly remember getting, actually, this is the case. This is the case with my, with regular dental visits. It's like a hundred and, I don't know, let's just say $150. And then I get it back from my insurance and they're like, we paid twenty one nineteen. I'm like, okay, uh-huh. you know what? What? Then what is the point? Like- that's that's probably about what I pay for the insurance itself. So I just don't understand. I don't I don't get it. Yeah. Very thankful to have any insurance at all and I'm hopeful that it will not cost, but the whole point is it's ridiculous. And I also know that when that all processes, if my insurance does pay for it, I guarantee they're not paying the $3800. They're paying less mm-hmm. because insurance pays less which is in itself a fucked up thing. Mm-hmm. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. I feel like the insurance should pay the full amount. And if you don't have insurance, you should pay that decreased amount. Right. I, I don't know. I, yeah, I could just, yeah. Oh God. This could just be a healthcare podcast. Well, and there'd be plenty it, to cover. I mean, it could be just because as I'm getting older, you know, things really do start to fall apart. <laughs> I still have my youth. So, I mean, I'm, I'm riddled. I'm riddled with little, tiny little basal cell carcinomas. Right. And getting one of them removed is so much money. It's so much money. The last one that I had done was just, was so mad because they sent the pathology department that they sent it to to see if it was benign or whatever was not covered by my insurance. Why they couldn't send it to a pathology department that was covered by my insurance, I don't know. But just the pathology, just them like determining whether or not it was benign or whatnot was like $700. And I was like, you guys, you guys, (laughs) how does anybody expect to take care of themselves when this is happening? And my deductible on top of that, like, and then the premium, this is really, honestly, this is like all I think about. I know it doesn't seem that way, but I mean, this is all I think about. I think about this all the time because I I am very, very scared that I will not be able to afford healthcare next year. And I'm not sure what to do. Because if 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 it goes, if it triples, if it doubles, even if it goes up by like twenty five percent, I am not I don't know what I'm gonna do. So Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> complain, 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 complain. It feels better though. I feel better afterward. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's we've been doing this for three and a half years, and we've talked about healthcare how many times? I know. Yeah. It's because well, it doesn't get better. We've had, you know, these we a colonoscopy and, and having your wisdom teeth out are not minor, you know, procedures. I mean, they're routine, yes, but you have to go under, and you, you know. these are procedures that you've gone through as adults and you know I gotta get that mammogram at some point (laughs) I don't know I don't know what I'm gonna do yeah yeah you just have to fit all that in in a week though it's not a big deal yeah and so and, and by the way I took Lita back to the doctor and she had more blood work done and she had her thyroid checked and 
yeah, so that doctor visit was a thing, and then the blood work was a thing. That was the second round of blood work that we had done, and the because Lita was exhausted, and she d- didn't understand why she was so exhausted. And um, she's on a multivitamin, and she's on vitamin D, and we have, like, injected a huge amount of protein into her diet. And um, <laughs> two days before school got out, she woke up, and uh, she's like, oh, I don't have to do anything today at school. Nothing. All we're going to do is sit around and sign yearbooks. And you know what? I don't feel tired today. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, do what? <laughs> Suddenly it's better. Suddenly it's better, yeah. And the other morning she got up, Was it? she says, I said, how do you feel? And she's like, well, I woke up and I was tired. And I was like, Lita, that is the state of being a human. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry to inform you that. <laughs> When you wake up in the morning, before you want to wake up, you're going to be a little tired. Sorry. And that that never changes. Mm-mm. Although you are a morning person. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but even if I get up an hour before I normally get up, I'm tired. Yeah. You, know, you yeah. fall into your routine and that's just how it goes. Yeah, I think uh, and part of what What's going on like with me right now? I uh, after the marathon was over in 2016, I went to get my thyroid checked because my fatigue level was um, making life almost uh, it was crippling me. And I thought maybe it was like renal fatigue, which is like or adrenal fatigue. Is that what it's called? That I honestly Um, don't know. Yeah, you're basically you, you you basically depleted your ability to cope with uh exhaustion. And maybe it's just the pace of the last month and a half, but I woke up yesterday and I yeah, I, whoa. Like it was oh wow. <laughs> like something is wrong. Something is really wrong. Maybe I'm just tired. Maybe that's just it. I mean, it could be, it could be a, at least in part, sort of a come down from the last four to six weeks. Yeah. Because it's been, I mean, it's been a lot physically. It's been a kind of an exhausting schedule, but I think just the nature of having to stay so focused on the book and what that means to you and then the stories that that triggers in other people. Yeah, um, and we were we were first in New York, so that was one hotel, and then we were in another hotel, and then we were in another hotel, and then we were in another hotel. So there was four hotels last week. I, again, would wake up and not know where I was. Several times I did think I was in Wisconsin for some reason. <laughs> uh, but maybe that, maybe my, my body is just like, stop. So... Well, really very know. northern Illinois and southern Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of the same place. Yeah. I'm sure there's people in Wisconsin that hate that, but I mean, just geographically, it's super similar. 
geographically and also like the spacing of the buildings and the, the strip malls and the, the fields and this flat land. Yeah. Yeah. And you I were love so Wisconsin. far out of Chicago, you, you might have was well have been in Wisconsin. Yeah, I was one of the nights I had to stay 25 miles outside of Chicago. 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 That's how tired I am. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Okay. We're good. So we're, we're staying off topics. Way off. Way off topics. No more topics. Well, we did discuss healthcare. Sorry. We did. And my wisdom teeth. And your wisdom teeth. And my colonoscopy. Yes. And this is not related to anything at all. But I think that everyone would be delighted to know that Lily does now have an Instagram account. Lily has an Instagram account? She does. What the fuck? I know. And so, what, what is the handle? Well, I needed to create one because I have this is this is ridiculous. I have other photos I'd like to post to Instagram, and every time I post something that is not her, there are comments that are like, "Okay, this is nice, but where is the dog?" Yep. So I just thought I would create one, and then I can point people in that direction. So she is a chug, as you know, a Chihuahua pug. So it is Lily Chug Life. That's her chug handle. life. Chug life. Lily Chug life. Oh, Lily Chug life? Lily Chug life. And it's Lily with two L's, so L-I-L-L-Y. Chug life. I can't promise it's going to be like regularly updated, but I needed a place to put these dog photos so people can get their fill of Lily because she she is pretty awesome. (laughs) She is pretty awesome. It was really sad that you couldn't bring her to the meetup, but... I I know. I I know. It would have been... I, like, there's no possible way I would ever take Coco anywhere. No, the idea of it is amazing. And I'll go places and see this beautiful dog laying under the picnic table as people enjoy food and a drink. That would not happen. Like, I would be trying to hold her mm-hmm. as she's wiggling everywhere and hold it. it. Just, it doesn't work out. And I don't know that it ever will. Maybe she'll be calm enough at some point, but not now. No. <laughs> I once took um, Coco when Marla was having a very hard time with, with separation anxiety at the drop-off at school. Um, they We dropped him off on a playground right outside of the school. Um, I, I, I suggested that we take Coco to, like, sort of, you know, ease the transition. It was the worst idea ever. <laughs> Coco went completely bonkers with all the kids. And just was screaming her head off, and it was it was a sight. It was a sight. Um, and then I was like, okay, we're never taking you anywhere ever again. Because then you scream your head off in an effort to yes quiet the dog, and I don't know if that just fuels it or if it just makes you look like an idiot. Well, and it, and it, it triggers other kids who are like afraid of dogs, right? And so they're screaming. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> At least, like, right now, because any time that she meets someone, she goes just batshit wild. But I can still say, I'm like, well, she's a puppy. So that is why she's crazy. But even still, I feel like she's just so nuts Mm -hmm. that it's embarrassing. 
<laughs> I'm sorry that I can't get her to not like bite your shoelaces and your hands and jump and run in circles and I am not gonna give you any advice about any of that. No advice. None. Zero. I ha I do have two places for training, so Okay. I finally called. Um I shared the I shared the email with you. Um I have a contract to do some work for a company. And they want me to do some Instagram stories. Um, and I mean, sponsored content for my audience has always been very hard because uh, they, they've known me to write about my kids and my dog without the sponsored stuff thrown in, right? Um, right. And then we all had to make the transition into sponsored content because that was the only way to make money doing blogging. So... I have to be very careful with sponsored content um, because my, my audience only tolerates a very small amount. And, you know, there are so many people that I know online who edit, like every single post is sponsored um, and their audience is fine with it. Mine is just like, where's your dog? <laughs> Where are but your are, kids? are the people who are in that position, were they around? Because I think part of the issue with not that the issue with you, but what happens is sponsored content was not a thing for like right. the first at least 10 years that you were blogging. Right. And then it well, became a thing. So it almost feels in, intrusive yeah. or, or can feel unnatural because you existed for so long in a world where that was not a thing. Exactly. And people knew me as that. Whereas a lot of these accounts started when sponsored content was already ingrained into audiences' heads. Right. Um, they came to expect it. And some of these accounts are... Um, very, um, I wouldn't call them s sanitized, but they're DIY projects or, um, design sites or things that aren't personalized. Um, and so in order to like inject something into these stories, like I was, I was trying to make it humorous. Um, Marlo appeared in a couple of them, you know, Coco was, was there, um, and they did not want that. And I had to explain to them that if they want this to be successful, like people want to see my kids, people want to see my dog, people want to know like the, you know, the, the personal nature of things. And so, um, like you said, like, where's your dog? Right. <laughs> like well, whenever people just I, see your stories and it's like six frames of a product, mm -hmm. it's that that might work really well for some people, but that's really weird for you. And then I feel like it to a lot of your readers, it comes across as I don't want to say insincere, uh -huh. but it just it seems like it would be less successful in the long run. It just it it wouldn't it doesn't feel organic. It doesn't it feels manufactured. And this right. is a company that I really like. Like I I use their stuff. Like I it's actually inherent in my life, which is why I agreed to do it. Is because this is stuff that I use every day. Um. So, but again, like I remember, I used to try. Some people liked the fact that I would talk about music, and would go, oh, "I love it when you write about it because I find new music." But then, like there was a big big chorus of people going. I know that you like music, but where's Marlo? <laughs> right. Where's Lita? Where's 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 Coco? Where's Chuck? Where's Chuck? Well, I think that's what's hard. Just, I mean, for for any 
for any brand even. Like there are going to be people that only follow you because they really like the stories about Marlo. Yeah. And it's not that they dislike you or the rest of your life. They're just not as interested in it. So if you don't post about her, they're not really engaged. And at the same time, there's other people that just really want to hear about Coco. Mm -hmm. And maybe they don't really care about the kids so much. So it's hard to, no matter what you do, there's going to be something lost. But I feel like for sponsored content to work, to really be truly effective, it has to feel like that organic fit. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm totally spitballing here, but. Well, no, and I, I, and people, people hate it when I call it this, even though this is the language now. I mean, I am the, I am pretty much the expert on my personal brand, right? Right. I know what my audience wants to experience and see, and I know what I want to talk about and to give them. Um, and so when brands get involved, they, there's, there's a learning curve, I think with a lot of them in terms of certain, certain things work for certain audiences. As long as I'm, you know, not obscene and I'm following the FTC guidelines and I'm, you know, making sure I hit every talking point, I, you know, I, um, I hope that I'm doing, you know, the best that I can by inserting my child and inserting my child. <laughs> That's what you do, right? You're exploiting your kids online. Well, she actually, I was, I was doing it and she walked over with a bowl of Fruit Loops and I, and this was completely <laughs> accidental. She walked over with a bowl of Fruit Loops and was like with her mouth full of Fruit Loops. What are you doing? <laughs> And I was like, that's perfect. I mean, that's what my life is, right? So. That's pretty awesome. Where's Where's Lily? Where's Lily? I'm going to say that to you now all the time. Where's Lily? Yeah. Which I, I get. I mean, you know, she is great. And now she has her <laughs> own place. Yeah. Which I really just means now I have another account to update. So mm -hmm. who knows, honestly, how that's going to go. You know, um, sadly, this is a sad story. I'll tell you really. Um, I started a, a uh, an Instagram called Stuff on Chuck. And oh, you did. I did, and huh. I asked for readers or audience submissions, and people sent in things. And then, um, within six months, he um, he was gone. <laughs> and it was not. It was not a. a, a an Instagram account that I wanted to maintain after that. Well, yeah, without Chuck, I mean. Yeah. No, oh, I just pulled it up. Yeah. That's a cute I mean, account. I have. I he have was like, such a good dog. I have 13 years of him balancing stuff on his body and head. I mean, I have plenty of content to put there, but it was really hard for me to um, even look at the photos for a while. So. Yeah. Oh man. So yeah, we rambled quite a bit on this episode. We um, did. And circled right back into healthcare. <laughs> we should just have like a regular sidebar on that, honestly. Oh, and so there was that scare with Coco. Did we talk about that? Um No, she I don't think we ever wrapped it up on here. I don't know if we well she like uh yeah, she woke up and didn't eat and then she was doing this weird dance across the room, so we took her to the vet. Uh, and they, you know, they felt her, they felt, they, they felt her, you know, hindquarters and made sure that she was okay. And then she did some blood work and, um, the blood work came back fine. 
Um, and that whole vet visit, you don't even want to know how much it cost. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. Dogs are important, which is why, you know, I'm very careful with my money. So anyway. But you know, the vet, yeah, that stuff is, that stuff is expensive. I've had, Lily just had her last puppy, like puppy vet visit. And each one has been like $125 or something. Yeah. Which I, I mean, I'm, they're, they're really good to her and she gets her shots and it's awesome, but it's, I, I don't, I wasn't aware <laughs> that it was, that it was that much. I also wasn't aware that the major pharmaceutical companies for people are also the companies making pharmaceuticals for dogs. Mm-hmm. That is. Yeah. She's on a um, dog ibuprofen now. So, and it's helping. Yeah, it's helping. She hasn't had another episode like that again, so she seems to be in better spirits. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. She's got a she's got a family to guard. Yeah. She's not allowed to do anything while I'm out of the country. I've told her that. You've you've had that that heart to heart. Had that discussion with her. <laughs> yes, yeah, is very stern about it. <laughs> And who is going to be watching her? So, um, Cowboy's son's birthday is the 4th of July. And so he's staying here through then. He comes out for a week and then he comes back for a week and then comes back out for the rest. So here and there, um, his niece um, has a dog that Coco gets along with and she comes and stays. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. She'll have a buddy. Yeah. Very nice. And the dog looks a lot like Chuck. I should post a photo of it. Yeah. It was, it's it, also it, a mutt? Um, no, it's a, a Vishla. Oh, this. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the dog yeah. we're talking about. A Vishla. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, that's fun then. So I have to go uh, get a whole bunch of stuff done for my daughter for her to get ready for camp. Um, that's my morning. Um, Do it. <laughs> Godspeed. And I know I, I'm, I'm remembering that when I got the mail on Saturday that there were three medical bills in there. And I, I think I know where the mail is. <laughs> I think I think I know where it is. I got to go find that. Yeah. So, um. well, if anyone if anyone has anything to add to the conversation or would like to share their opinion or even let us know if they disagree with something, that's always welcome. You can email us to stories at manicramblings.com or you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at manicramblings. Uh, and Patreon, patreon.com slash manicramblings. Thank you to the new patrons over the last week or so. It means a lot. You help keep this show alive. We appreciate it. Yes. And a shout out to Ryan. Hi, Ryan. All the Ryans. The very, all, all Ryans, but to this very specific Ryan in my life. Um, yeah, until next week. Um, I'm, I know that you want to post that really pretty picture that you took with that flower, but... Where's your fucking dog? Many thanks to Tan Lines for the soundtrack. 
to Lisa Congdon for the cover art, and to Ryan Coomer for his expertise with the editing stuff. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.